Do you want to play a game? Yeah. <laughs> have, have you have you ever watched War Games? The movie War Games? Yeah. Not the WCW pay-per-view called War Games from the 1980s? Shut up. Of course not. <laughs> but yes to both, Grant. So yeah, do you want to play a game? I do want to play a game. That's also that's also a, a Captain America w- Winter Soldier reference. How so? Because Scarlet, our uh, Black Widow, says it. Do you want to play a game? Oh. When she's trying to hack into the to the computer in the underground bunker. Mm-hmm. You know, if you were if you were a Winter Soldier, what would you want to be woken up every you know five to six years to do? Uh, watch uh, Avengers. <laughs> so sorry, you'd be woken up every five to six years just to watch the movie Avengers, not even the sequels, just the first. No, movie. yeah, the next, the next of the next one in the line. Oh, I see. Would you feel like you're lost though? Like you wouldn't have had any of the filler there. You would, you would know what your your buddy Cap was up to. You wouldn't know what well, no, your like, arrestful Scarlet Witch was doing. Well, no, like what I what I expect is they'll wake me up every every couple years. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be a showing that shows all the Marvel films. Right. Mm-hmm. So then I can just go watch all the Marvel films and then go back to sleep. Now, so go to a movie theater for like 36, 48 hours, watch all the films. Uh-huh. Follow up question. Why is the government wasting so much money waking you up every five to six years? <laughs> um, because. I have terminal cancer, and it's oh, my make-a-wish. It's just your make-a-wish. It's just you and John Cena sitting there just enjoying the Avengers together. Do, do you want to hear the worst thing I said when I was a child? Sure. I told my mom that I wish I had cancer so I could get a make-a-wish. Oh, man. <laughs> now, back then, what was your make-a-wish? What would you have? I have, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe to go to space. Right. Yeah, because I was like I am today. I was really into space when I was a kid. I still am, um, but there was like that period of time in high school and college where I kind of like went away from space and didn't really, I didn't really give a shit anymore. You, you just wanted your own space. You didn't care about the outer space. Oh no! At that time, I just wanted to get into people's, you know, spaces, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. their black holes, as it were. Are we are we talking about vaginas? I'm not. I'm not sure. Doesn't matter. Any okay. any bodily. Any any orifice, yeah. Like when I, but now I'm like I'm mostly like asexual, so I don't really care about sex anymore that much. Uh-huh. So now I'm just like, ooh, space. So I go back to being a Going nerd. Back to space. <laughs> and by the way, you hear it here first, folks. Every astronaut is asexual. And that's just, there's not even a debate for that. Grant, if I were to be frozen in stasis, Winter Soldier-like, and woken up every five to six years. I would want to be woken up to literally go through the the candy aisle. I don't know how much you have been paying attention, but it is the Wild West when it comes to snacking. It seems like every company is just doubling down on how crazy they can make it. So yesterday, I or not even yesterday, a couple of weeks ago, I was going to I was going to break down. I don't normally get like snacks, but it's like I was having a bad day. So like get off my back about it. I was having a bad day. And I was like, "You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go get a Snickers bar." I haven't had a Snickers oh. bar in like 5 or 6 years. So like I'm going to have a Snickers you, bar. You want to know what one of my favorite ice creams is? Is it Snickers? Oh, Snickers ice cream. Oh, oh so good. 
Oh, it kills me every time. Um, and then I go and discover that there's like eight different flavors of Snickers bar now. What? I, even, I thought I didn't, even know, I, I didn't that, know that. I didn't even know when that happened. There was like, and I'm not even going to remember, but there was like cookies and cream Snickers. There was peanut butter Snickers. There was dark chocolate Snickers. Like there was just like so many different flavors and kinds. Oh, I. I did know there was dark chocolate Snickers. Mm-hmm. I did know that. So I knew I knew there was two flavors. You knew, you knew at least two. And then I look over, and it's like the same thing with Kit Kats. It's like there's regular Kit Kat, dark chocolate Kit Kat, white chocolate Kit Kat, strawberry-flavored Kit Kat, orange-flavored Kit Kat. I'm like, what is going on? This is well, I, I, so wild to me. You know who we have to blame for this? Who is that? The Japanese. Whoa. Whoa. Why, why is that? <laughs> I'm not saying that's a negative thing, but have you ever seen their, like, they have, like, 30 different flavors of Kit Kat. They have, like, mochi Kit Kat. You know, it's just crazy green tea Kit Kat. They just have all these flavors of candies. Um, I, you never watch, you never watch like, BuzzFeed where they go, like, we're going to try Japanese candy today. No, I actively avoid BuzzFeed. But I would go for some green tea Kit Kat. That does sound pretty good. Well, I, I had, I had, uh... I had I, I had sex with Jonah Peretti one time. Okay, I thought you were gonna go with having sex with a Kit Kat there for a moment, but okay, I'm glad we went that direction. And uh, we we, uh, we didn't use protection, so I have a I have an STD now that makes that makes me watch BuzzFeed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It actually it actually streams straight into my brain because of this STD. Yeah, you won't believe the sixth time it happens. Uh, we'll you know we'll get Nick Taniguchi on the case, and he'll report back to us about. All the different flavors of candy that are in Japan. Uh, welcome, everyone. This is Whatever This Is, the podcast where two guys sit down and try and discover whatever this is. My name is Kyle, and I am talking to Grant, every different flavor of the rainbow tingly. Like, have, have you have you seen the, the M&Ms? There used to be oh just uh, yeah, there used to just be plain and peanut. That's all right? there was. And now there's like uh, peanut brittle and like uh, matcha and uh, i don't know there's just so many different flavors of m&ms red fire like, ant m&ms do you do you like uh like chocolate covered blueberries um you know i'll throw down with those i'll throw down with those i mean they're not my favorite i had them for the first time about 2 years ago yeah. and i was like oh my i i bought a bag you know the bag the bag cost like 6 dollars mm-hmm. You know, and it's not a big bag, but I was going up to the uh, the observa- the Palomar Observatory down here. Oh, sure. And it takes about an hour because to get you're, there. you're sexually aroused by space now. Exactly. And um, so it takes about an hour to get there, and I was done with that bag within 15 minutes. <laughs> you just, like, putting your fingers and, like, licking out any, like, residue that you could find on the bag. <sighs> you know, the fun part about going to the uh, Palomar Observatory, because I went with my dad and my brother and his wife. And my, since my dad can't do stairs mm-hmm. really well, we got to go in the back door. Oh, nice. And we got to be in the dome where the actual telescope is. That's where the action happens. I know, because normally you can only go into the observation area where you look through glass at the telescope. Yeah. And I was like, this is pretty awesome. Yeah, go back. Go to my Instagram, everybody. Look back two years. You can see those pictures. Just scroll through my thousands. I have like 6,000 pictures on there. So just scroll through the thousands of pictures to get back to two years ago. I mean, based on the algorithm on Instagram, probably just wait two days and you'll find those pictures just in your feed. I'm tired of that. I'm like, I, I want to see what is going on right now. I don't, you know, when did people want to, when did the internet start telling us what we think, what they think we want to see? 
when we gave all okay. our information to them, apparently. Oh. All right, let's let's do this game. <laughs> sure, yeah, let's do a game. By the so way, like we by the talk- way, this sometimes on this podcast we do a <laughs> game. So I need a hard cut there so that the, the song can play. Games. Okay, sorry, it's my fault again. Yeah, I was. I, do you ever do you ever like meet somebody for like five seconds and their personality is just so awesome that you're just like, I want to be your best friend. It's happened to me once. Yeah, like today I was at Staples because I had to I had to do some scanning and some you know general like work stuff. Yeah. And I, and this the 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 person that waited on me was like super awesomely sarcastic. Mm-hmm. That it just it just killed me. I was like, I want to be her best friend forever. So okay, maybe before we get into the game here, uh, maybe you can help me out with this because I'm actually being confronted by this currently, like right now. There is this guy that I work with at my part time job, and our personalities, at least I feel, mesh just really super well. I really enjoy talking with him, and this isn't like a sexual thing at all. But I don't know. Not yet. Well, not, yeah, not yet. But what I don't know how to approach him and be like, so do you want to hang out, but in like a not date way? Like, I don't know how to approach it. Like, I don't even know how to ask him out on an on a friend date to go and do something. I'm at an I, age I where it's, it feels weird to be like, hey, do you want to come over to my house? Like, who does that? No one does that. <laughs> you want uh can I do you want do you want to ask your mom if you can come over for a sleepover? Yeah, that's right. Can we braid each other's hair? We can twirl the telephone cable. It'd be awesome. It'd be great. We we could, we could call boys and hang up. <laughs> that's that's right. <laughs> Remember those times like we 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 grew up in a time where it was just before everybody had caller ID, right? Correct. Yeah. It was just before then when we were in like junior high, middle school. And that was something that people still did. Yeah, all the time. Because the the 80s was like you could do that all the way through college, really. I, I'm sure this, some comedian has said this already, but the absolute worst was phoning either your friend or maybe you were trying to ask someone out on a date and their parents would answer the phone. And so you had to go through this intermediary. It's like, can I, can I talk to Scott? Because I, I don't want to talk to you. This is weird. I don't know who you are. Yeah, it was great because when I when I got into high school, um, cell phones were starting to become in the thing. And then when I started to drive, my mom's like, you have to have a cell phone. You have to. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to use my cell phone to call other people cell phones. But then you would have caller ID. I know. And then we would have caller ID. Yeah, well, I know. I remember this one time I tried to ask a girl out mm-hmm. and we talked for like two hours. Sure. And then we're just like, OK, bye. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Bye. <laughs> oh, that was horrible. She's now she's now married to one of my friends. Oh, <laughs> but she's she's also somebody that's into like Eastern medicine and like foot foot like toxic removal stuff. So without, without so like saying, I dodged a bullet there. Without saying who it is, do do I know this person? No. Okay. But I I really dodged a bullet there. <laughs> yeah. Why why would I want to be happy for the rest of my life? I dodged the bullet of Eastern medicine, though. Thank Ugh. goodness. Grant. I wouldn't be able to stand that because I'd be like, you know this is bullshit, right? This is fucking bullshit. Okay, Grant, Whoa, what's this, what's, what's this uh, game? 
We're going to play IMDb Top Movies. Okay, I don't remember how this game goes. Um, I give you the, the four top movies on an actor's IMDb page. Oh, you know those yes. four posters. Yep, yep, yep. And you tell me who they are. It's funny because the one I thought was going to be the hardest is actually the easiest. Okay, good to know. So, so we're going to go with the easiest first, like like I want to do, because I want to get you off on the right foot. I want to give you some confidence. Right. This is me you know, it's like, struggling. This is me like drowning for like two and a half minutes. But okay, go ahead. So remember, I give you I give you the first title. You get a one guess. I give you the second title. You get one guess. Sure, sure. Right along to. Oh, come on. Ice Cube? Grudge Match. Uh... Oh my God, Grudge Man! I don't know that movie, so I don't know. It was when De Niro and Stallone oh, fought each other. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, my my dad really wanted to see that movie, so we went, and I was like, "That was awful. almost pure garbage." That was pure, pure garbage. Um, man, who was? I don't know. I'm sorry, I don't know. This is horrible. I thought this was gonna be. I thought you were gonna get it on the first one. Well, right. Central oh, sorry. Is, is it sorry? Is it Kevin Hart? It's Kevin Hart. Okay. There you go. I was, sorry, I was struggling to remember who the other actor was in Ride Along. <laughs> yeah, of course, because all black people look the same Correct, to yeah. you. Is it Aziz Ansari? Is that who it is? All right. That's one down. Okay. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll give you a choice. A or B? B. Closer. Um, Jude Law. Oh, man. Good. Good for you. Nailed it. Boom. Uh, the other ones were Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow, which I think is an underrated movie. I already got it at that point, I think. And then the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And then a, an amazing movie, The Talented Mr. Ripley. I only saw it once. You know what? I saw that in a theater with my aunt and uncle, and it was kind of an awkward experience. Yeah, with all with all the 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 homosexual love making, all the gay sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was I unclear with homosexual love making? <laughs> yeah, no, I, like yeah, gay sex. Yeah, gay sex. God, just say it. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, inside, Lewin Davis. Remember when I kept saying Llewellyn Davis? Yeah. Is it Oscar Isaac? In time. Oh, I can't remember who is in In Time. Is it... Uh, uh, it's not Justin Timberlake, but that's the name that popped into my head. I got to get an answer from you. That's what I said, Justin Timberlake. Oh, that's the right answer, yep. Oh, okay, perfect. Yay. The other two were The Social Network and Trolls. <laughs> I don't know if I would have gotten from Trolls. Uh have you seen Trolls? No. Why would I see Trolls? I don't know. Maybe that's your thing. Grant, you have no wiggle room here based on some of the movies you choose to watch. <laughs> did, did you see the, the other day on that thing that we won't talk about right. where I requested Caligula? Yes. That's what I'm talking about. That thing which we will not talk <laughs> about is I see the movies you request and I'm like, seriously? Like, Really? You, you, you've decided not to watch so many films, but you have chosen to watch this film. Well, it, I, I don't think it got approved, so whatever. Well, that's too hot for TV. You can't be watching that Caligula late at night. Well, I, I, I was like, I, I was do, watching some YouTube videos, 
and it came across Caligula and they were like it showed Malcolm McDowell interview and he's like there's a lot of really good stuff in there but the story is it was produced by somebody that worked for Hustler or Penthouse yeah I think is is Helen Mirren naked in that I think so Um, but so basically uh, this producer filmed a lot of really hardcore scenes unbeknownst to the rest of the cast and crew right and he just inserted it into the movie so when they saw it opening night they're like what the good christ is this how this x-rated film that you just tricked us into being in uh, All right. Well, that that was a fun game. Yeah, that was fun. It was good. I actually did well for the first time ever. Uh, but now we're going to switch gears very, very uh, briefly. But I do want to talk about this. We've had some goofy goofs. We've had some fun here on the podcast already. Uh, I do want to discuss something that happened just yesterday as of this recording. And that is the fact that uh, there was another shooting that happened in the United States, but this time at YouTube headquarters. Uh, So I want to mention some of the facts here and then maybe have just a brief discussion with you, Grant. I know what your position is already, so I don't know how great or how uh, in-depth we're going to be getting with this. Yeah, just just look at my social media and you'll be able to tell how angry I get. Yeah, that's right. So there was a shooter that went into YouTube headquarters. It was a woman who did so. And Which is super rare. Very super rare for that to happen. Now, Not a mass shooting, just to be a woman. To be a woman in a mass shooting, that's right. So this is these are, these are some of the facts here. So she was very, very upset by some of the changes that YouTube has decided to have on its platform. Specifically, you know, taking down certain gun-related videos, taking away uh, monetization from many different channels. And this is from TheVerge.com. The Verge here says, uh, this person regularly posted videos about veganism and animal rights and claimed that YouTube was deliberately filtering and demonetizing her work to stop it from getting views. Quote, there is no free speech in real world and you will be suppressed for telling the truth that is not supported by the system. She wrote on a personal website. There is no equal growth opportunity on YouTube or any other video sharing site. Your channel will grow if they want it to. Now, the other fact here is that. And, and I, I just want to add that I'm getting sick and tired of people not understanding what freedom of speech is. Sure. Let's get to, let's get to that in a moment here. Uh, the other big. Well, that's all I want. That's all I wanted to say, to say. I was just adding it. No, I know, but I, I want to respond to that here in a moment. I, I do want to say that her father did notify the police when she went missing to say that she hated the website and he kind of feared that she was going to go and do something at that at that place. Now the, I mean, it's it's awful the fact that she took her own life at the end of this. I, I will say that the positive here is that even though there were members of YouTube, like uh, employees of YouTube who were shot in this spree, nobody, at least as of yet, has actually died from those gun wounds. So uh, maybe a bit of a silver lining in an uh, otherwise awful situation. Uh, but let's start sorry, with what you just commented on, Grant. Grant, you mentioned that people don't understand free speech, and I want to expand on that. What do you mean? Well, it- you have freedom of speech. You can say whatever you want, but 
it doesn't it's not a freedom of consequence mm-hmm. i mean you can't get arrested for doing something but let's say well i mean if you shout fire in a theater that's one thing but let's say i was at my work mm-hmm. i walked up to my boss who has a daughter and i said damn it your daughter is a piece of ass i'd like to plow her i'm gonna get fired most likely or you you're definitely gonna have a stern talking to with hr you know and so uh, you know so th- the freedom of speech sure i'm allowed to say that but i'm gonna get the consequence of being fired so on, on youtube if it's a company they're allowed to set their own policies mm-hmm. you know if you're uploading if you're uploading videos to your own video sharing site and posting them on the internet, the government can't come in and stop you. That's where the freedom of speech comes from. The government can't stop you. The government can't stop me from calling my boss's daughter a piece of ass. Right. But my boss can sure. Basically, yeah. Give- I mean, we're aligned with this. I think what we what we both would be. Um upset by or would push back on is that we'll use that same ridiculous scenario that you've read up here but to say that that is illegal to say and go to jail for saying that to your boss that would be i think an overstep of and where kind of free speech ends in in many ways however having been able to say it absolutely but like you said there can be consequences from what you said i the the boss has every right then to fire you and that's not suppressing your free speech in that case you you were able to express yourself and he was then able to express himself in a like manner exactly now what i also uh, want to underlie here is that there is this huge big backlash on youtube here currently about this very topic and I'm actually a little bit torn in certain cases because YouTube here very recently said that they are essentially taking down many like gun related videos um, and gun rights related videos which is why there's a lot of people actually going over to YouPorn and posting them up on there because they do not have any rules and regulations about posting that type of content onto onto their service. Uh, a little bit of a weird, I think, I don't know, uh, combination there. Your porn and your guns, but I mean, have <laughs> you you do you people, you do you. And I'm 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 wondering. That is where I get a little bit weirded out because I absolutely 100% back YouTube for saying yes. Let's take violently racist content off of the site. Yes, let's take like violently. Uh, like huge amounts of violence against like um, people or animals that are not like actual news stories. Yes, I'm I'm perfectly okay taking those off of the website. Uh, I don't know if I'm okay with them taking off gun videos. Um, I I I agree. I think I think they should keep the gun videos up, just like um, like men's men's rights mm-hmm. videos. It's like sure that guy's a complete moron. Right. But just leave it up. Yeah. This is this is separate from demonetization because, again, YouTube is caught in this weird uh, rock in a hard place because I think at the end of the day, YouTube would love it if they did not have to deal with advertisers. But, the end of, but they do uh, because there's only a small fraction of people that pay for YouTube Red. It's not available in every country. That means that 
the advertising model is funding what a lot of the, what they can do on that website. If Mercedes-Benz and Ford and Doritos and Coke and all the other big names say, you know what, we are not going to put our money next to men's rights videos. We're not going to put our money next to gun uh, gun rights videos. Uh, then great, YouTube has its hands tied at that point. I'm like, okay, advertises it. We kind of have to follow where the money goes and only let you support the kind of content that you want. So A, I don't agree with certain videos being taken off the site entirely. B, I do support the demonetization of them if they are not following standards that advertisers want, as stupid as that may be. I don't agree a lot of the times with the demonetization from the perspective of a creator, but I totally get where YouTube is coming from because they're beholden to whatever the advertisers want them to do. Uh, this is where the it's a very tricky, weird situation, I think. Does that make sense what I'm talking about? Yeah, but I mean, it's weird that only uh, you know companies that lean more left mm-hmm. are advertising on YouTube. Where's you know companies that lean more right? Like where's magazines that do outdoors sure, stuff? Where's yeah. Where's, uh, you know, what is that? Uh, like Bass Pro Shop. Where are they? Yeah. Where's Tim Allen? Why isn't Tim Allen why, advertising? Why isn't on Tim them? Allen advertising on YouTube? I w- remember that time. Remember that time where he said that uh, if evolution is real, uh, how come there's still monkeys? I'm pretty sure this is the fourth podcast in a row you've brought that up. But yes, because it, it, it blows my mind. <laughs> like it doesn't even. It's a, like. Use some logic, man. That doesn't make sense. You know what I think should happen? I think there should be 30-minute unskippable videos of home improvement that happen in front of all of my favorite YouTube creators. I think that <laughs> I think that is where the money is actually going to lie. Well, you know what I would want? I would want 30 minutes of uninterrupted uh, JTT Tiger Beat photo shoots in front of my YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. I mean, modern-day JTT, just so it's not hey. real weird. <laughs> Hey, he's you know he's a good looking. Uh, he, well, he's a cute, cute older person. Uh, first of all, he's my age. Second of all, uh, yeah, yeah, he is. First crush, if you didn't know that already, was me and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. He, I think I think did you did you say that when you talked on Crush uh, Crush Hour? I think so. I think I talked about that on Crush Hour. I, I also mentioned in a recent video here as well that that was absolutely my first crush. Um, anyways, uh, I'm a little behind on your videos. Uh, everyone is by the looks of my YouTube views. Um, I, so terrible situation. I don't agree obviously with taking up arms and going after a company because you disagree with its policies. I think that's ridiculous and dumb. Um, and, uh, I'm sure there'll be another incident like this where we'll have another deeper conversation. I do think that every time this happens, there's this this circular argument that happens again and again and again. And I do think that there has to be a combination of approaches. I don't think it's just guns that are the problem. I think that's a big part of it. I don't think it's just mental health that's the problem, although I think that's a big part of it. Um, but it's that and, and so many other things that are wrapped up into this. And I think it's just American culture as well that just really loves your guns down there well it's it's arrogance it's self-righteousness mm-hmm. it's all those things you, you know on the on the twitter have you heard of that the twitter no i'm, I'm unfamiliar with this you know it, it it's a little conf- i don't like it when the in in the in the nolan 
trilogy where they call call it, it him the Batman. Like just call him Batman. Don't call him the Batman. They do that in the comics though. Sometimes they say the it's Batman. like when it's like in, when Justin Timberlake said, uh, "It's like you're calling it the Facebook." Mm-hmm. No, just call it Facebook. Weirdly enough, for many years it was called the whatever this is. So it's true. Yeah. Um, but anyways, on on Twitter, uh, somebody was like, "See, it wasn't an assault rifle," and I'm like, "Okay." If it was an assault rifle, it would be so much worse. Yeah, I think that's part of the point. It's like, yeah, I'm glad it wasn't an assault rifle. It's like when people go, you see, when, when you know, like a mass machete attack happens in the UK, right. yet nobody dies. You know, it's like three people get stabbed. It's like, see, it happens with machetes. I'm like, yeah, three people got moderately injured. Right. So awful, but yeah, not... not uh... However many kids died in a school shooting. Um, all right, let's move on to something that might be a little bit happier here. Um, well, we co- we covered that kind of a little bit more lighthearted than I thought we were. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I don't want to make light of the situation, but uh, I also don't want to cry every single day of my life. So, well, I'm I'm, make, I'm making light of people that have no idea how to make an argument. Sure. What's our first story here, Grant? Well. Um, Dead air. Okay. Dead, dead air is all I heard there. There's uh, the uh, the Russo brothers said that we should be scared of the Avengers Four title. Ooh. So what does that mean? Is it is it going to is not... it going to be Avengers Four colon Slenderman? Because if it is, <laughs> I'm going to be so pissed. See, now that would be a crossover. That's a crossover. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm going to keep harping on this about about sequels, prequels, reboots crossovers you know we need to settle down we need to figure out definitions for how this. about this if, now, if, how about if the x-men actually show up would that be a crossover um i would call that a crossover yeah okay all right just because to... especially if they're if, especially if they use um this like the space stone is it the space stone to to unite universes it could be i i really like don't if, know if if Thanos merges universes and they show up, that would, I think that would be a crossover. But then again, it would retcon all of the X-Men movies to be in the same general storyline of the Avengers. Yeah. Could they now, Could uh, they do a crossover with Home Improvement? Could that be a thing that happens? Well, then then he wouldn't understand. If it's with, with X-Men and uh, Avengers, then Tim Allen would just be like, "How how is how are the X-Men evolutionary people when they're still humans i think i honestly it would just be a a a cut over to tim allen being like huh and that would be him like for 20 percent of the movie just his little grunts and stuff okay so there there the problem first of all i want to say that almost every website uh movie website posted an article of joke titles sure and i'm like come on because I would, I would go there, and I'm like, okay, somebody's gonna get. Give... First off, that's our job, okay? <laughs> that is our job. Well, I don't mind one or two sites doing it, but when, because um, I forget who it was. I think it was Pajiba. Like three days after the Russo brothers did this, they all they all of a sudden posted an article, mm-hmm. and I was like, I finally went. I was going there, and I'm like, finally, somebody's gonna do an in-depth thought process about what the movies might be called. And nope, they didn't do that. Mm. Anyway, some of the titles that have been bandied about. Yeah, let's go through these like, one at a time, just so you know. Avengers uh, Disassembled. Okay, so first of all, uh, very scary because they're literally ripping them limb from limb. That is awful. 
But tell Adam from but, Adam. But, but tell me why that is why that should scare fans. I don't necessarily know why that should scare fans because they're already kind of disassembled. Oh well, first of all, sorry, were you making a joke or do you not really know? Well, no, like this. Well, okay, you tell me. Sorry, I, I don't want to mess up your goof. I totally just stepped on <laughs> your yes ending. Um, Disassembled is an actual storyline from the Avengers comic books. And that is what actually leads um, into something called the House of M in in the comic book storylines. But Disassembled is literally the Avengers disassembling. Like they, they break off and the Avengers stops being a thing. Yeah. Um, partly because the Scarlet Witch goes insane and kills a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be so, super fun and super happy. Don't you but would you like to see just outright mayhem happen? Yes. Yes, that's the definitive answer. Well, what I this is what I really want to see. Sure. I want to see the whole movie without Hawkeye and then all of a sudden Ronan shows up or Hawkeye dies in the first like 5 minutes. Mhm. And then at the end of the movie, Ronan shows up and he like he somehow like shoots an arrow and shatters the infinity or the infinity gauntlet. Uh-huh. And uh, that's what I want to see. How I, how because big of I a, love Hawkeye. You know, I love Hawkeye. I, know, I'm just, I was about to ask you, how big of a boner are you going to have when when Hawkeye finally shows up after not being in like five movies? You'll hear it. You'll hear like my my. You'll hear it in Canada. You'll hear my zipper pop, and then and then you'll hear me getting arrested, and then you'll hear me uh, registering as a sex offender. Right. And how many how many aftershocks are going to be after that? Well, every time I think about it. Right. Right. The problem will be when I'm in prison for being a sex offender. Every time I think about it, I get an erection. Then everybody's like, "Hey, wait now, hey now." Everyone's a 1920s uh, gangster apparently. Here's he, huh? Um, so, <laughs> oh, I want, I, uh, okay. Then the second one is secret invasion, which would bring the scrolls into everything. So it would be revealing that some of the Avengers might've been scrolls the whole time, which the scrolls are going to be introduced possibly in, uh, Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can, I know there was some sorts of weird rights stuff with that where they couldn't actually call them the scrolls. Um, that's getting super nerdy. So it doesn't really matter so much. I don't know how much I really do want to see this one because as far as storytelling goes, if I found out, just as an example, Captain America has actually been a scroll for the last four movies, I'd be like, but does that make sense? Because I don't know if that makes sense. No. Well, it's the, the, the funny thing about scrolls is when they become the person, I, I believe they take over their memories as well. See, the, prob- the problem with my comic book knowledge is I don't read a lot of the uh, – the group comics. Sure. I like the solo comics and I like reading like Batman stuff and I like reading Hawkeye stuff, obviously. Yeah. And, and so when we get into the Avengers, I'm like, oh, I don't, I like, I don't not- really like cooperation. I don't enjoy people getting along with one another. Uh, and- well, this is going to, this is going to make me sound as dumb as possible, but I, I, I just think the group stuff gets really convoluted and confusing sometimes. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that with this next one probably that we're going to bring up because if you want to talk about convoluted, who boy? Okay, so Aveng- the next one is Avengers Secret Wars. Ooh, so no one knows. You it. can explain that. Well, actually, this is essentially um, every American war. It's a secret. Don't talk about it. Shh, doesn't go on. 
you know that you've been in Afghanistan for 15 years? No one talks about it. Nobody well, talks about it. We're, apparently, we're pulling out of Syria for some reason so we can guard the southern border. And not to impregnate her. Um, but, <laughs> but, I mean, uh, you'd like to install dictators sometimes in certain random countries uh, and then decide to go with war with them after a few years. I'm not, I'm not naming names, Grant. I'm just saying that it has happened multiple times in u.s history. well i love i love the fact that the uh that we're so pissed off about russia you know messing with our election when our cia does it all, all the time uh, time <laughs> it's okay if we do it it's not okay if they do it it's one of those things well those countries were asking for it wearing that clothes wearing those short skirts they were yeah they were begging for they it were, they were shithole countries until my dick went in them Okay. <laughs> no, no, you're supposed to. I think uh, I've been told you're supposed to uh, douche before you uh, have a dick go in there. That's right. That's right. You want to be healthy. You want to be clean. Uh, we don't need to have any of that transfer of of uh, of, of disease. That can the most important thing uh, before you have a dick go in there is don't eat Chipotle. <laughs> that's like that's just right. before it gets that. Very loose. It's it very watery, if you know what I mean. What are we talking well, then you about? Don't, you don't. You don't need. You don't need to use Astroglide if that's the case, though. Oh boy, I don't know what that means. Um, so Secret Wars, though, uh, is from. I, I think there's been a couple of Secret Wars. Technically, um, the one that I'm most familiar with happened a few years ago, or quite a few years ago, and it essentially pitted a lot of the heroes against one another because of shenanigans and. I think some of them had to do with the Infinity Stones and et cetera, et cetera. But it was basically hero versus hero until they were all able to unite and actually take down the big bad. Well, if he ha if Thanos has the Mind Stone, he could turn people against each other, just like they did with uh, Hawkeye and Avengers. True, yeah. But remember, all you need to do is get knocked out, and then you're all good, as per yeah. as per movie logic. Well, no, it's because it's because Hawkeye has such a strong constitution. He only needed a cognitive recalibration. Right, right. Well, he probably had like a a, a will saving throw of some kind. He got, he got a large number on that twenty sided die, and so that helped. Well, the, yeah, because he he first his first role uh, when he was attacking uh, Loki was a epic fail. He, was he a, crit was failed. A one. He crit failed. Yeah, oh, yeah. So that's why he got taken over by. D and D jokes, everybody. <laughs> okay, so then the the and there's I have two more. Oh yeah, an two interesting more. thing. You only have one written uh, down here. I know. I got oh, a surprise wow. for okay, you. Okay. My favorite. My favorite one. I kept it off the list. Um, Is what don't, if, if not, you if you if you say uh, Avengers Four Electric Boogaloo, I am walking off of this podcast. <laughs> um, I wonder if there's a porn parody of that called Electric Boobaloo. <laughs> I mean, maybe there could, there there could be. Just imagine breakdancing in a sex way, like sex breakdancing. Sex. Um, I'm imagining it, and I'm slightly turned on. Like they 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 get they do a handstand and slide across the floor on their head, right penis first into a vagina. I, I don't know if I'd be into that, in any type of way. Well, that that penis would be into that. Well, sure, but. Uh... When is it not? So what if it's not an Avengers movie think, at all? What if it's think, something you, completely you, else? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Do, 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 do you think that uh, that Donald Trump will be the first American president to release a sex tape after leaving office? Well, not willingly. 
I think it'll be willingly. You think he has so little shame that he would pull that off? Uh, Grant, I have been watching him for the last eighteen months, and uh, yes, I do think he has no shame. If he, I, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have said pull that off. I should have said pull that out. Right. I, th- yeah. I honestly believe that if he thought that it would let him stay in the news headlines and prove to everyone how big of a dick he has, then yes, he would do it. Um. So let me say for the third time, what if it isn't an Avengers movie at all? Is it gonna? Is is it the? Is it the Trump porno? Is that what you think is gonna get released? Yes. Okay. Aven- uh, uh Trump porno, uh, Infinity War. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, it's gonna do great at the box office either way. Just imagine if part of it is getting fisted with the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And also getting spanked by uh, by his daughter. It'll be great. The space the space stone makes. Uh, the anus uh, grow in size. It's like the Grinch's heart. It grows in size three times. That's right. He's so happy afterwards. Trump's anus is the Grinch's heart. <laughs> his heart is his anus. That's right. That's right. Now I want that holiday special narrated by Boris Karloff talking about how someone's asshole just needs to grow. And that really, at the end of the day, is the true meaning of Christmas. Gaping assholes. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. As long as you didn't say prolapse rectum. Right, right. That's all that matters. I realize now that this is definitely going to be an NSFW episode that I'm going to have to label as dirty or explicit on, on, uh, on Apple Podcasts. Well, you're the one that – you, you said an F-bomb, which is rare for you. It's very rare for me. So if you're here, folks, that was one of the last probably, I don't know, 11 episodes <laughs> since I've done it. If – if you're here, you're family. That's right. So sorry, I don't know. What, what are you What are you uh, going at? What are you driving at? I don't. I don't give a shit about that one anymore. Let's just move on. Oh, no, I want to know now. Well, no, just what the what if it's not an Avengers movie, which it won't be because they want the brand on there. Sure. But what if it's like something you know, that like Thanos related title? Well, here's the thing. I mean, you and I have talked about this ad nauseum, so friends of the show are probably like, yeah, we get it. We've heard this a thousand times. But I still think what would be really bold, which means they're not going to do it because Marvel is like the opposite of bold at this point. But what would be really bold is that it's like Avengers 4 stripped down, meaning that it's like it's just, I don't know, like – it doesn't even have like Tony or Cap in it. It's like it's uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow and some of the other B players who are just like hanging out and like yeah, Ant Man. An Ant Man. It's it's essentially like I don't know before sunset, but with superheroes where they're just like walking well, around that... having a conversation for an hour and a half, and maybe there's a guy who attacks at the very end that they have to fend off. But really, it's just like a conversation about what the nature of being a superhero is, which I would love like a thousand and ten percent, but nobody else in the world would. Well, th- that, that's what one person said. It would be neat if it was the depowered heroes mm-hmm. that come and do something. And um, there's a line in the comic during Infinity War where I think it's Captain America says uh, to Thanos, as long as one person stands in front of you, you're not you didn't win. Right, right. You haven't won, which is really cool. So even if Captain America, like Captain America, you know, and the depowered heroes are there, that would be really sweet. Yeah. And as far as we know, because that, that was the news that broke, unless this is a, like a big swerve, which would not surprise me. 
uh, Chris Evans is done after this, like not this Avengers movie, but the the following one. That'll be his last Marvel film. Yes. So. Well, for now. For now, yeah, yeah. When he when he gambles all of his money away, he'll be uh, like, uh, I mean, "Can you guys give me, Can you guys give me like five million dollars to do another one?" Going back to Twitter, I mean, he is essentially is Captain America on Twitter, which makes me respect him even more. Okay, now this is my favorite one. I think it was it might have been Boss Logic, mm-hmm. who is an amazing uh, graphic designer, does lots of stuff. I think it was him. I'm not sure. So if I'm not giving credit to the right person, I'm sorry. But the title was Avenge Us. Hmm. And I was like, oh, that's good. But what does that mean? Well, it means that the people die. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. Well, again, we have our standing bet that I think that Tony Stark is going to die in this movie. You, in the first in the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the first one. You do not think so. Do you think there is an Avenger that dies in this movie? Uh, I've, I have no idea. Yeah. There's going to be an Avenger who dies. I just don't know who it is. It's going to be Hawkeye. You know it's going to be Hawkeye. Well, I think that – see, if Hawkeye dies, it wouldn't surprise me – like I said, it wouldn't surprise me if he came back. You know, he he dies as Hawkeye, comes back as Ronan. Right. That would not surprise me. Uh, also, somebody else postulated that it would be interested, interesting if Hawkeye is off on a secret mission to recruit uh, Captain Marvel. Like that's what he's doing. Oh, he's yeah, gone cool. the whole movie because he's off trying to find Captain Marvel. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like it. All right, we're there. We go done with Avengers sure. four. Well, here's here's my big news here for you, Grant. For the first time ever, ever, China had a bigger quarter at the box office than North America. So they're coming for us. How do you Just how do you like feel in, about being number two? <laughs> like Robert Wagner and Rob Lowe. I, I don't know what that means. Uh, Austin Powers reference, oh, man. Of course, got it. Got it. Um, I think I've seen that. You, you've never seen no, that? I, I saw number two in the theaters during a, my birthday party. So, somebody somebody just shit on the floor in a theater? Yeah, it was really awkward. Like, we walked in. It was my birthday. And I was expecting cake. But instead, someone just really just shit on the floor. And I, I mean, I was happy they came, at least. But Oh, they, they came too? I did, I did not like the shit on the floor. Gross. Uh, the cum was okay, but the shit on the floor was was awful. It's really really awful. bad. Did they? Did they? <laughs> I, I, I clicked no, on this gonna... link grant, and a full page uh, advertisement for a quiet place is is playing right now for me. Uh, okay, and so I you, do want to watch that skip... movie, but please let me read a website when I go to it and not play. Oh, I can read it for you. There's also a skip the ad in the top right corner, but don't worry about that. Yeah, good, good, good. Uh, so, uh, three point one seven billion in China mm-hmm. for the first quarter, versus two point eight five billion in North America. Sorry, say that again. Three point one seven billion. Okay, for some reason I thought China. you said one point three. I'm like that doesn't that doesn't add up. <laughs> so what you just said means that North America still had more. Okay, now do we know why that is? Like, what were the big ticket sellers in China? Or sorry, sorry, Gina. 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 Uh, patriotic war film Operation Red Sea was the top scoring film in China in March okay. with close to $175 million. Uh, mm-hmm. 
operation has accumulated a total in China of oh that was just in March 175 in March uh, the movie has done 575 million in China overall wow. Black Panther was 105 million wow um, so uh, oh and it says like Pacific Rim Uprising did really well well of course it's like big robots fighting monsters that's going to do super well over in Asia yeah so okay, so, so I mean, two like, of those are, are U.S. films, and one of those is an actual Chinese film. Uh, but definitely, the Chinese film did way better than the other two. Well, chi- like Chinese films have been doing really well in the top five last year. Uh, I believe in the box office worldwide, one of them was a Chinese film. Sure, sure. I think it was that Wolf film. Right. Yeah, we talked about that. I, I think that that's going to get more and more as I think China definitely. Um, I don't know expands its presence in, in movie making and especially the big budget stuff. I think there is some crossover that can be had with Western audiences uh, in a similar way to like uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was a huge crossover hit back in the nineties. Uh, definitely not a big budget movie by any stretch of the imagination, but I could see like not necessarily Kung Fu films, although I'd be totally down if there was a Kung Fu Renaissance, like totally down if that was to happen. Uh, but those types of, uh, big budget items that Chinese audiences love. I do think that there is an audience for them over here if they're well done. And it's also one of the things is as China's government uh, sl- slowly and slowly stops censoring movies, mm-hmm. they're going to get more, you know, that's probably part of the reason why they're getting more and more uh, box office revenue. S- over slowly there. maybe becoming less and less censorship on movies, but definitely becoming more and more communist again. Yay! Just like Russia. Yeah, because they just installed this rule where the current prime minister slash president doesn't have to step down anymore after a couple. No of terms. term limits. No term limits oh, anymore. So uh, uh, a Republican is is uh, proposing a bill that every post office has to have a picture of of Donald Trump and Mike Pence posted. Why? Don't they already don't they already have the president up there anyways? Well, in, in, in most of the government, like FBI buildings and all that stuff they do, but not in post office, I don't think. Oh, okay. I don't remember seeing them last time I was in there. And, you know, that's like one step away in Cuba. Like they have uh, whoever Raul Castro's picture up in all the schools and all that stuff. Here's the thing. And this is – I've always found this like super duper weird in America. Uh, why, why do you have to have the president's picture anywhere? I, I don't really get it. Well, I think in like FBI offices, it's kind of like tradition. Sure. I think that's all that is. Otherwise, there's, you know, it's not posted really anywhere. I mean, I want to talk. The Queen's picture is like everywhere in Canada. Yeah. So uh, I, I guess I kind of understand where, it, where it's coming from. But our prime minister certainly isn't. It's going to be what in I government did, buildings, maybe, but that's about it. What I don't understand was when I was a kid. Uh, every morning we had to recite the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah, that is weird. That is super. We stood for O Canada every morning oh really so that's pretty similar it's a little bit similar but i don't know the, the pledge of allegiance is still a little bit weird because you're literally supposed to look at a flag and be like i'm pledging allegiance to you um i don't know i guess it's basically the same thing as as we're saying an anthem what what pronouns do you think the flag identifies with oh it's genderqueer for sure genderqueer so yeah, it's yeah. just it's they and them it's they and them yeah um trying to think of another sexual orientation and floundering um okay so definitely gender fluid um grant 
Yes, Kyle. How do you identify? Uh, I he and him. He and him. Yeah. Uh, I am the same because I don't want to get yelled at. Okay, Legrant, let's go and talk about some of these last two stories. Apparently, you want to cast the Fantastic Four. Well, John, the the big rumor right now is John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, Reed hmm. Richards and uh, Sue Richards. Okay, so here is my biggest frustration here. Reed Richards is older. I don't know why they can't just cast an older guy in this in this role. What John Hamm? Well, John Hamm would work maybe, but I mean, even in the comics, he's like into his forties. Um, I guess I don't know how how old is John Krasinski. I guess he probably is almost forty now at this point. You know, I, I've been uh, I've if you noticed, I've been doing better not pounding on the keys, right? Mm-hmm. I've been really, I've been really working hard on that. He's 38 years old. Yeah, okay. So I guess he's probably close enough. But you know, in the comic, he's graying at the temples. He's an older guy. He's super smart and stuff like that. Yeah, because because he has to look exactly like the comics. He does. He has to be super duper white. He has to be the whitest of the white. Um, I will not accept any other color. And uh, and if, if anyone who reads Marvel comics knows, Reed Richards is a huge asshole. He really is. He's the worst. He's the absolute worst. Um, worse than Tony Stark. 100%. I uh, I like that pairing, though. I really love Emily Blunt a whole lot. I, I think that as, as much as she is cast in a lot of different movies, and I think she's very well respected in the industry, I still have this feeling that she's kind of underappreciated by most audiences. I agree. And uh, John Well, Kuzinski, I think it's going to ch- I think it's going to change when she's Mary Poppins. Oh, I think so too. I think that's going to not to uh coin upon, but that is going to pop off for her. And John Krasinski, I didn't realize he was the director of A Quiet Place, but that's getting And writer. He's getting really great reviews for this. So uh, yeah, last I checked on um on Rotten Tomatoes, it was uh 100%. Yeah. I might go check it out this weekend. I have a, a $5 coupon I can go and use. I um the uh I went to my movie theater today because they had finally had the grand opening. They have the uh they have the restaurant there and I asked them how how the sales are going for uh the pre-sales are going for Avengers and they're like we're almost sold out for uh the Thursday night and the Friday. Yeah. I'm seeing it Pretty super nuts. late on the Thursday night. I was trying to get the early show and it sold out like real quick when tickets went on sale. So I'm seeing it like at 10.30, which means I'm not going to get home until like 2.30 in the morning. It's going to be oh. gross. And it's two hours and 40 minutes. Yeah, it's long. <laughs> when when the, the girl that was helping me like look through those sorts of things, she was like, holy shit. <laughs> it's just like, whoa, two hours and 40. I mean, to be fair, Ready Player One was 2.20, so two hours and 20 minutes. Well, there's a big difference between 220 and 240. There's that cutoff, you know, in a movie where all of a sudden you're like, this is getting long. Like when I watched Blade Runner, the new Blade Runner, mm-hmm. I thought I thought the time, the, the, the running time was two and a half hours right. when it's really three and a half hours. But, you know, and we talked <laughs> about how somewhere uh, three and a half hours, but go ahead. We're somewhere in the, the middle of the movie. All of a sudden I started dozing off because we reached that point where it's like there's there's a certain point where you've had your fill. It's like a a, um, a a food 
contest where you have to a food challenge. You know, at some restaurants they have eat eat this nine pound burrito, get your name on the wall. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So some movies it's like a food challenge where it's like you know get through this nine hour Blade Runner, get your name on the wall. Right, right. And I failed because I fell asleep for five it's minutes. It's like, do you, do you remember that movie called The Great Outdoors with John Candy and Dan Aykroyd? Was that nine hours? It was nine hours long of, of perfect family entertainment. But there is a scene in that where he, uh, uh, John Candy needs to eat a steak, the whole steak, uh, and, and then it's free. One of those types of challenges. Um, I forget how big it is. It's like a 15-ounce steak or something like that. Or maybe it might be even bigger. Uh, and you have to eat the gristle and the fat as well, uh, and, oh, and then he comes no. and then he comes back and throws it all up. It's it's hilarious and ribald in its comedy. Grant, uh, you should check it out sometime. Um, I've never seen it. I don't think I'm going to see it. But you know the fat the fat is apparently where all the flavor is. But I think you need to you need to mix the fat with the meat. You can't just have just the fat. No. My uh, my dad used to grab the grab the steak like in his hands and just eat the fat first and the gristle i can't do it and it's he, so gross to and, me. and he would cook it well well done like hockey puck well done Oof. um grant we don't want to overstay our welcome here either so let's jump right down to what we've been consuming what have we been actually watching here and i'm very you haven't done it in a long time haven't done it in a while and i'm very much looking forward to one of these entries that you've written down oh shut up okay so let's go through it what have you been watching Okay, so really quickly, where's the what? Are, what have we been consuming? There it is. Um, first, I'm, I have been watching the Looming Tower, which is is okay. Good performances. It's about the uh, CIA uh, and FBI investigations into Bin Laden before 9/11. Right. This is a fictional thing. Well, no, it's it's they're trying. I think they're trying to be somewhat accurate. No, but I mean, it's not, it's not a documentary. It's an actual. Not a documentary. Thing. It's a narrative. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty good, but I mean, it's it's tough when you have Jeff Daniels in something, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm gonna probably see it. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I mean, I even saw Dumb and Dumber too. I'm a big Jeff Daniels fan, just like I'm a big Ron Livingston fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did so you it's, did it's you watch good. when Harry met Lloyd though? <laughs> I did. I did. Oh, I boy. did. <laughs> well, I forget what that guy's name is. Oh, Hayden Christian. Anderson? Yeah. <laughs> That's not his name. <laughs> Hayden Christian Anderson. Uh, tells a great story uh, every so often. Can't act for shit, but... Um, and then The Alienist is finished. I don't know what that is. That was the uh, uh, Koji Fukunyama, yeah. whoever that oh, was. Oh, yeah, yeah. So who did the first season of True Detective. Daniel Bruhl and Luke Evans. By the way, Luke Evans is gay. Did not know that. Really? Yeah, like my gaydar was completely off with him. I had no idea. So Gaston from Beauty and the Beast, gay. Where are you getting this information from? It says on his Wikipedia page that he's openly gay and he keeps his private life private. And then he's like he's been in Rent and all these musicals and you're like, oh, all right. <laughs> well, wait a second. As, a, as someone who went to school for acting, meaning you, uh, being in plays and being in musicals does not mean you're gay. I mean, it's a good indicator, but it doesn't mean that you're gay. Well, it doesn't mean you're not gay. No, true enough. Anyways, how was The Alienist? It was okay. It was, I was a little bit let down, 
because it you know it's right in my wheelhouse for one of my favorite time periods you know the late 1800s early 1900s i love that that's why i really like the nick mm-hmm. um which was really neat um but the mystery was a little kind of convoluted and it was a little slow i think they should have maybe had maybe two less episodes but it's based on the book and it makes me kind of want to read the book there's two more books in this series so we'll see if they adapt those or not I, i'm sure it's going to come down to uh award season sure if they adapt the other two i don't know how the ratings were but it had good reviews so we'll see nice uh loud louder milk ron livingston plays uh we talked about this a little bit last week uh but i saw the rest of it it's a really great show really fantastic uh ron livingston obviously i love that guy office space um it's on the audience network an at&t channel very hard to track I, down okay what what is this channel what else is on audience I don't know what else is on audience because I don't give a shit about it. I feel, I feel it. like so, it's just literally black screen until Loudermilk comes on and then well, there's a program. Well, I think there, there's like an MMA show that's on there with one of the Jonas Brothers oh, and boy. Frank Grillo. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, 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 um, the brother who says he's totally not gay but goes to a lot of gay clubs in New York. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to do two more because um, this can get out of control really quickly because yeah. I've got – I wrote a bunch down. Um, but I I, I want to reiterate something about the show Brockmire. Okay, sure, sure. Hank Azaria plays a down-and-out uh, baseball announcer. Uh-huh. And I've rewatched it now, the first season. The second season comes out in a couple weeks. But I've rewatched the first season now for the third or fourth maybe even fifth time uh-huh. and I still laugh audibly and I don't laugh audibly that often. Right. In general, it's just a but, bit of air that comes through your nose or something funny happens, but God damn it. If this show is not funny and I'm looking for it now, and it's great because I have a question about that then. Yes, sir. Is it a, is it, I'm not, I'm not disputing that it's funny, but is it one of those things where, like, yeah, these jokes and everything is so good. Like, they're just timing is so well. But there's really no character development. Uh, like, there's no heart to the show. Or is there a combination? No. Think about it as very akin to BoJack Horseman. Really? Okay. Yes. That makes me very I, much more interested in it. Like, I think I – think, uh, so my these are like four of my favorite shows because Louder Milk is very similar except it's more it's more heart than comedy. Right. But some of my favorite TV shows right this second: Louder Milk, Brock Meyer, Rick and Morty, BoJack Horseman. Right, right. Um, but Brock Meyer is just great. I mean, his he walked in on his wife cheating on him with an orgy uh-huh. on the twentieth anniversary of when he said that he loved her. Yeah. Boy, so, oh boy. And then he, he breaks down on live TV. Um, he He's like, uh, like something, one of the things he says, I think, is like, uh, that got swallowed up like it was going into my wife's gaping vagina on live TV. Right, right. And he talks about how he, how she was plowing her, his neighbor Bob, or their neighbor Bob with a strap on. Oh, boy. And he's still in between all this. He's like, so he's like, and plowing my neighbor Bob with a strap strap on, and that's the strike two. The count is now two and two. <laughs> so he's still calling the game through the whole thing. Right, right, right. It's, it's just an incredible scene, and just 
honestly, it's very funny. And it's great because they're changing the setting. He was in a small town in Pennsylvania getting on his feet. And now he's going to be in New Orleans. Okay. Which obviously for somebody that's an alcoholic and a very, very big drug addict, being in New Orleans is a bad idea. Bad, bad idea. Yeah. Let's get to the main event here, Grant. Uh, what else have you been watching? <laughs> so I lost a bet. You did. I forget what I lost the bet for. Me too. But it was, I think, something to do with the Oscars. Oh, oh right. yeah. If, if, uh, because Get Out got nominated in a category, you had to watch the lowest rated Tyler Perry directed movie, which which was Tyler Perry's Boo 2, A Medea Halloween. Okay. Now, okay. Whenever I say okay like that, I think I'm Joe Pesci uh, playing. Uh, uh, Leo gets in the Lethal Weapon movies. Okay, 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 okay. okay. So, um, anyways, uh, Tyler Perry's boot to a Medea Halloween is not as horrible as I thought it was going to be. But I want to reiterate, my expectations were this being as bad as like, you know, dry, you know, like getting raped by the Marquis de Sade. I, you know, like. <laughs> What being stabbed Basi- in your sorry, ribs? Sorry, sorry. Being basically a guy with a powdered wig trying to copulate with you. Well, yeah, but he talked about like stabbing people in the stomach and then like fucking the stab hole. Oh god. Okay, I didn't know that. So that's a yeah, he, that's an image. I his didn't writing, have. his writings were out there. Mm-hmm. I've read every single one and masturbated the whole time. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm kidding. I've never read anything, but I, I've I've seen uh, whatever that movie was that he, he was, actually that... did create the character of Hawkeye. So basically, you have. Oh, is that true? <laughs> oh no. Well, I guess I'd let Hawkeye do it to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He'd shoot me with an arrow, though. That's true. Okay, so it's not as bad as I thought it was. Now, do you want to know the the storyline? Not really. I just want to know. You said it's not as bad. As you thought, but how bad was it? Oh, I, I I did give it one star on Letterbox. Ooh, one out of five. Okay, not a not, not a, a half not a half star. star. That's right. So because you know the acting, okay, the acting is pretty horrible. One of the characters hits on a seventeen-year-old, and he's like eighty. Okay, and he talks about how he wants to get her her tits in the car, you know. And it's funny because to get the rating to PG thirteen. They had to dub over a lot of the swear words. Okay. So every damn was switched to darn, and it's obvious. It's so obvious. You know, That's so amazing. It's, it's incredible. I kind of recommend people watching it just so that they can see how weird that is. Or at least watching a – you know, there's probably a clip on YouTube where you can see the dubbing. Right, right. It's pretty – but the, the, I was offended by the, the character that was hitting on the 17-year-old. How so? He's like 80 and he's talking about, oh. I can make you a woman, you know, you should come up here, you know, like stuff like you should sit on my lap. You want to, you know, he's almost basically saying, suck my cock. Let me fuck you raw. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. This is a little bit weird. A little bit odd. Okay. But so people go to a camp. It's like the Lake Crystal thing. And the father finds out, you know, like hours before that his daughter lied to him and is going to this party. So the two fathers of the two best friends that are going to this party elaborately set up this entire murder spree, uh, this fake murder spree, uh-huh. to teach them a lesson. It's like the Arrested Development when George yeah. uh, Sr. says, and that's why you always leave a note when the arm gets ripped off the guy. Right, right, right. Yeah. 
So it's, it's, it's like, how did you set up this elaborate thing in mere hours, in mere hours? And what people would forgive their father for scaring the fuck out of them and the grandmother because Medea went out there to try and say, you know. Now, how was get... Medea? How was her How was her emotional journey throughout this entire thing? Okay, Medea wasn't horrible. I, and, and that's fine. The other older characters were horrible. Um, again, it's, it's tough to explain, but the dialogue was for some of the characters was just outlandish. Like one of the characters just basically screams the whole time. It's, I think it's Medea's brother's uh, wife or girlfriend. She's just going like, ma, 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 you gotta stay with me, ma. And ma is Medea. Ma, you gotta stay with me, ma, ma, ma. Oh my God, ma, look out the window, ma. There's the lady, ma. Oh my God, ma, there she is, ma. And you're just like, what the heck? Are you serious? Now is Medea in on the joke? No, she's not. No one else is in on the joke except for the police, which, by the way, I don't see how the police would agree to anything like this. And because the people that got, quote unquote, murdered were just being arrested by the police for underage drinking and trespassing. Right. Okay. So So did you laugh a single time in this movie? No, I basically was angry the entire time going, why the hell do I have to watch this fucking movie? So this was a sufficient punishment. Yes. All right. Well, that's good to know. Thank you for watching that. I do have to still watch The Great Peanut Butter Project. No, wait. No. I think it's Mordecai I have to watch. Yes, it's Mordecai I have to watch. Oh, boy. Do I not want to watch that? Oh, no, no. No, you didn't have to watch Mordecai because The Big Sick did not get nominated. Right, 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 right. You have to watch the the great peanut butter experiment because I won the Oscar pool. That's right. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, good to know. So, Grant, here's I'm only going to mention one. Th- no, I'll, I'll mention two things. So, one, I did go and see Ready Player One, and um, I enjoyed it for the most part. It's not great. It's not a great movie. Although I did have a bit of fun with it at the same time. I'm one of the weirdos who actually does kind of like the book. Yeah, the prose isn't all that great, and it has a kind of a warped message in a way inside of it. But I was just really taken with the storyline of having this huge puzzle that you had to unlock within this multiplayer game that had been around for years, and finally someone started to unlock the clues and and figure it out. All that kind of stuff is like fascinating to me um, because of now, th- yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I, uh, no, you keep going because I'll just reference something at the end. Okay, and uh, I was going to say because of all the rights issues and stuff like that, Spielberg wasn't able to get like everything he wanted in. Uh, I will say, so in the book, minor spoilers for the book, in the book, one of the challenges that they have to do is that the main character literally has to verbatim go through the movie War Games and be able to like oh, and be we talked about war games earlier before we started recording it's going to be synergy uh but he basically has to he's playing the protagonist like the matthew broderick character and he has to make sure he says every line like a hundred percent correct uh anyways that's that's the conceit now they take something similar to that in that they are put into a very famous film uh which i think is from the 80s um and Die Hard? No. Um, do you want to know Howard what? The do you do you want to know what it is? Uh, pretty in Pink. It's not Pretty in Pink. No, it's not a John Hughes movie. It is a horror film that they're put inside of, and they have to essentially figure out the clue to actually get to where they need to do um, and to to advance the plot. That whole sequence in that movie 
is so good. I really loved it a whole lot. Uh, so just honestly, maybe not go and see it in theaters, but I absolutely would recommend watching at least that sequence because I think it's just done so exceptionally well. So this this movie, because I've heard pretty much the same thing you said, where it's good but not great. That's right. And I'm, I'm really starting to understand, you know, the, the flaws with Rotten Tomatoes now. Yeah. Because, it, you know, critics are saying, you know, because a positive review can just be, it's okay. That's right. That's right. I mean, and here's the thing about it, too, is that, oh, my God, I, I, I don't agree with the uh, opposite side where it's it's not a horrible film. And I've seen so many headlines from so many different places where, like, this is the worst Spielberg movie of all time. Which, to that, I say, you have not seen 19... What is that movie? Oh, my gosh. 1940, 1944. 1944. You have not seen 1944. Or 42. 1942. Whatever. The, the movie that tried to be a comedy with John Belushi, and it just was not funny at all. A World War II pi- fighter pilot movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, so, yeah. or Jurassic Park 2, because if we want to talk about bad movies, that is a Did bad Did he direct movie. that? Yeah. Oh, wow. You know what he did bring us, though? What's that? Animaniacs. That's right. That is true. The uh, The other thing I've been watching is the, I guess, reboot or, I don't know, the bringing back from the dead of Roseanne, because of course I yeah, did. Yeah, it's not a reboot. It's just the continuation, continuation of the, it's the next season. But on... God damn it. I'm getting but I, tired of people But on IMDb, they actually have it listed as two separate shows. Whatever. IMDb isn't God. Well, I don't know about that. Anyways, so here's the thing. At least it exists. I think you... I don't know. Some people would debate me even on what I'm about to say here. But I think what I'm going to do is separate the person, Roseanne Barr, who, yes, is a Trump supporter in real life and has been saying some really awful things online over the couple days... And separating that from the actual show. I just want to talk about the show itself. And I know that we can wrap those together and you can boycott the show as much as you want. I think that's totally valid. 100% back you if you can't. Roseanne the TV show means a whole lot to me. I think that it was really much ahead of its time. It showed people who legitimately were white trash and knew that they were and were struggling and trying to get by and trying to succeed and constantly failing at that and they showed a house that was literally looked like a poor person's house looked like the house that i was growing up in not that i would was necessarily like super poor or anything but like dirty clothes around like nothing was like perfectly set in stone um and it also showed real humanity towards gay people for the very first time. They had gay characters on that show in this small town in Michigan and multiple gay, characters. multiple gay, characters. multiple, and they were not just butts of the joke. They were able to actually get them off. Uh, give it. <laughs> sorry. Okay. I'm no, sorry. So, you just, you I said know. butts of the joke, which I was going to let go. Yeah. And then you said, get them no, off. I was going to say, get, give as good as they get, but that came out wrong. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this is this is great. Let's, let's let me. I want to let's keep let's see if you can get this get through this without uh, saying something else that works as a, a gay gay sex reference. So dick in the ass and uh, <laughs> oh so damn it. Um, anyways, so the, the 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 original show except for the last season uh, was was so good and I do think it still holds up. I think it's a great show and is legitimately in my top ten TV shows of all time. 
Now, the, 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 this new thing, this next season, whatever you want to call it, I think they hit those points really, really well. The, the characters are dealing with the fact that Roseanne Connor, played by Roseanne Barr, voted for Donald Trump, although they never say his name, but you know that's what's going on. And the rest of her family did not. And they actually have a real fight and conversation about the real deep divisions that are happening in the country. And for that, at least, I really do respect it. I think that there, it's finally there is a show that is trying to confront what is happening today, what is happening in the news today, and trying to do that within the sitcom format. Now, do they succeed in everything? No, I don't think they do. But these characters are so well-rounded and work so well with each other because besides Roseanne Barr, everyone else, or most of the main actors, were theater actors. So they understand how to bring that depth and emotion, I think, to to these types of people. Um, There's also this character, there's the son of Darlene, who isn't gay, but definitely likes to wear dresses and and uh, express a different type of gender that is not treated as a joke. Like, they're not saying, like, this kid is funny. They are actually saying, like, you can be whatever you want to be, but just be aware, you now are coming to a small town and are going to get bullied for this. And there's real repercussions to to their decisions. Um, So I think, and I mean, John Goodman is great in everything he does. He's so good. So I think that there is so much good to this show and I think what it's trying to do which is open up the conversation between these deep divisions that are happening in America is the right step forward unfortunately it is being hampered by stuff that's happening outside of the show Um, and again I completely understand if people are boycotting and don't want to engage with this because of what is going on there but I think inside the show canon there is some really interesting stuff that's going on yeah, you, you kind of make me want to watch it. Anyways, I, I've never seen, I've barely seen any episodes of it. I, I will say this: uh, there was two episodes that were released on the same night, and I think the third episode is airing either tonight or tomorrow. Anyways, first one kind of rocky, second one real good. <laughs> that, that's so the fir- the first one was there was a there was a boxing match, and the underdog did very well, so it was kind of rocky. That's right. That's that, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, that's exactly right. Anyways, we've been going really long here, Grant. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Thank you so much for listening to whatever this is. Uh, well, we had, we had to make up for last week's 40 minute episode. That's right. How did you, did we discover whatever this is this week, Grant? Um, we discovered that it, that if you are a break dancer who has sex, Mm -hmm. Kyle doesn't want anything to do with you. That's right. And we also understand that there are lots of gaping assholes in the world. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. If you want to get in contact with us, by all means, do so by sending us an email at whateverpod at gmail.com. We're also available on Facebook, facebook.com slash whateverpod. And then Twitter is at whateverpod. My own personal Twitter is at the Kyle Marshall. That's Marshall with two L's. Grant, what's your Twitter? Twitter.com slash Fejimans, F-E-J-I-M-A-N-Z, or Z, depending upon what country you're in. Now, I went to my movie theater today. My movie theater is finally officially grand opened, has the restaurant, has the 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 bar, has all that stuff. Now, what I want to do is I want to read you some of the – I've grabbed a menu, okay? Okay, sure. Now, I want you to be – to. how much do you think a, a club sandwich is going to cost at my movie theater? So it's all been updated. There's like – it's brand new everything? Yeah, they have this massive like six uh, 55-inch 
television screen to make one big screen okay, okay. in there. And they have like a little place for seating. They have a, they had to put in a kitchen. And this is a they sit down type the... restaurant. So it's not like a takeout place. No, you go, you go there and order your food. I think you have to wait for it mm-hmm. and pick it up like a fast casual. Type fast place. casual. Okay, great. Uh, sorry. What was it? A, a club sandwich? Yeah. What do you think a club sandwich would cost? I'm going to say $14. Ten ninety nine. Oh, cheaper than an actual restaurant. Yeah. How much do you think a classic burger, just a plain old burger, would cost? Let's say seven fifty. Oh, nine ninety nine. It comes with fries too. This comes with fries. Wow. Okay. Okay. I know this is crazy to me. Um, tomato basil flatbread pizza. That has to be twelve bucks. Nine forty nine. Wow. But if cheaper than cheaper than the burger and fries. Isn't this insane? All right. I went. I was. I was so anticipating. You know, like a club sandwich would be fifteen bucks. Like definitely more expensive than a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. So let's. A large popcorn, and two large drinks. Large drinks. Uh huh. How much do you think that would cost? Uh, sorry, a pizza and two large drinks. No, a large popcorn. Large and two popcorn. Large drinks. Well, okay. Let me think. About ten. I'm gonna say sixteen dollars. Oh, 1949. Okay. Okay. Now the one where we get a little I'm bit trying, I'm trying to do what it is in Canada and I can try and convert it into American and it's not working very well. So, uh, I'm going to I'm going to just read off three more things. Well, actually four more things because it gets a little hilarious when you get over onto the uh, the uh, the Oh, there's also So there, wait okay. a second. Now that I'm thinking yeah. about this, how large is this popcorn? It's pretty big. Huh. I don't think it's the tub because the tub are collector's items. Right. It just seems weird to me that sugar water and popcorn is more expensive than the pizza. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, that's where they make their money, sure, right? The popcorn. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Now, I just want to read a few things off, and I want you to tell me who their target demographic may be. Sure. Okay. Kale tomato salad. <laughs> By the way, it's seven ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. Um. Double Parmesan truffle fries. Oh boy! By the way, seven forty nine. Um, charcuterie and cheese board. Wow, this is like the this is like the Alamo Draft House stuff. Nine ninety nine for that for charcuterie and a cheese board. That's a little expensive. Do you get to keep the cheese board though? Do you get to keep that cheese board? You know who owns a cheese board? Who's that? My brother Kyle. By the way, we forgot to say that all the music that's on this episode is by Tyler Forrest Hauser. <laughs> but it's by and, Tyler Forrest Hauser, all the music that you're hearing on this episode. Not and Tyler Forrest Howard is nine ninety nine. He's nine ninety nine. Does does he come with Parmesan? I don't know. You'd have to ask him or his wife. Correct, correct, yeah. Um and then avocado toast. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the oh, world man. is done. We're over. Now th- my favorite thing that they have, they have breakfast and they serve it all day. 